0: That's my died, baby! Died, That's my baby!
1: Stuff. We're going at it at 110%. <laughs> I just want five minutes of happiness, please. Just give Don't me five minutes.
0: And they, they scored. scored! They yeah. did yeah. it! What, what the that? fuck? What the fuck? What the hell was that? Oh yeah! What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Hey, what is up, my fam? We are back for another episode of the Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, as always, Steve. Being joined, to the right of me, Mr. Zach Barrett. What is up this afternoon, this evening, wherever everyone's from tonight? Where you, How you feeling tonight, brother? How you feeling? I,
1: I was feeling much better before Vince Velasquez just walked the first two batters of this inning and then <laughs> just threw a 50-footer on the first pitch of the game Swanson.
2: Good Lord. How did I know, you're going to start off with some
1: Vinny V. Because you know what? Vinny V. We can't even get into the region. And he couldn't lay down a butt in the first inning. So you know what? That already annoys the shit out of me. In the second (laughs) inning, he couldn't lay down a butt. Pissed off.
2: Oh, man. All right. Well, we're gonna, we're going to have some fun tonight, um, uh, you know, we're obviously we're going to be talking some Phillies, we're gonna be t- we're going to be talking some Sixers, Sixers are doing their things right now right now against the Pistons. We're going to be talking a little MMA. Uh UFC Fight Night is on. Um Kyle Dawkins should should be walking out any minute now. I think he, his fight got bumped up because uh the Angela Hill and Amanda Rebus fight got Canceled because Amanda tested positive for COVID, or she says it could be a false positive. I don't know. We'll see. All I'm saying, if you're not watching right now, turn on ESPN to ESPN app. Watch, watch, uh, watch. Kyle Dawkins get ready, ready, ready to do his do his work. Um, on top of that, we're also going to be, be joined by UFC veteran, uh, current uh, Invict FC fighter, and newly signed Bare Knuckle FC fighter Pearl Gonzalez is going to be joining us. It's going to be, that should be a fun one. She's actually in, in New York right now. She, she's she been training with uh, world with, uh, boxing champion Amanda Serrano, get, getting ready for that BKFC debut. So that should be fun. Looking forward to, to hearing from her. Um, Zach. You want to get ready for this thing or what's up?
1: Oh, yeah, man. You know, it's let, let's take a break from Vinny V and, 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 and this <laughs> fucking disaster show. And let's talk about something that isn't a disaster, and that's EXP Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, looking for a change in career or brokerage, you contact Alan Foy of EXP Realty LLC at 302 682 8820, or you can visit him at alan.foy at exprealty.com. Uh, he's not going to steer you wrong. One of the best dudes. Um, in the business, uh, just getting that you know his career going with all that and What's up, kicking big ass Andy? like everything else that he does. So I'm glad that he's with us here at A2D. knowing the guy a long time. Pitch
2: and of course A2. Tom's going to agree to the poll. Look at us, we're doing the thing right now. I think the Phillies are up what three nothing sixes. Up doing three nothing. There's in right
1: first and second, nobody out though, and and Vinny V's doing everything he can. What's up, Big Pete? Fucking Bryce is, in the Bryce is in the
2: house. Bryce is in the house. All right, so um, as far as my opinion right now, I, I already I thought we were gonna we we're gonna have at least one of these we would feel different about, but the fact that Phillies are up three nothing right now might, might have to sit there and say I might have to agree that we stick with it. I thought the Sixers would be the winner, Phillies might be the loser, might have to disagree with it, but I don't know. It's we have to. I think we
1: got a lot of baseball left.
2: Oh, plenty of baseball left to play. Come on, especially with the, especially with this
1: Phillies bullpen. Let's be honest, but. Three, two, um, now the Swanson. He's in danger of walking the bases loaded with nobody out. Steven.
2: And speaking of which, what 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 are your thoughts on on the on this run they're on right now? You know,
1: well, you, outside, about outside of the game, game, like said, like listen, you know,
2: we you know we we talked a lot about this team and and uh, you know heading into the season, you know, me and you were debating win told us right now. I know you're you're really excited about how this offense has looked over over, over the last like you know five to five to seven days so
1: you know if, if they clicked like this offensively on a pretty consistent basis you know they're going to be very very hard to beat in the national league in general not just the national league east but you know they went close to a month without winning back to back games right and you knew that wasn't going to continue you, know, you could kind of see them you know what I really liked doing that stretch when there was games in there that were really close that they had a chance to win and didn't you could see the urgency. You could hear the urgency in their voice. How they talked about, "Listen, we were a game out of the playoffs last year." You know all these things where it's like they feel and they're acting as if they know they're a playoff team and that the expectations, you know, it's playoffs or bust. There isn't, you know, they they're acting and talking and 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 carrying themselves uh, like a team that that feels as if they're very good and uh, and can make a deep run. There you go, Vinny B. Thirty-two blew a fastball past. That. That's, <laughs> That's big. So. So you know, J- J- Jake's with is the, us. Jake's with, with me right
2: now. He's agreeing that the poll thinks we're going to keep you it know. rolling.
1: You know, Nola's fine at the top of the rotation. Zach Wheeler just pitched a gem the other night, right? This is where we're going to start. We got Vinny V in the rotation. Chase Anderson. I mean, just guys that um. We're not Chase Anderson. What the fuck's his name? Or whoever the fuck the dude is that um pitches for us. That yeah, Chase Anderson. I think's his fucking name. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's how bad he is. You know, I don't even want to in my rotation. Right? But it's you know th- that's where we're a little bit worried, and we keep talking about we need to go make a deal of some kind and bring in you know a, a, if you can get a third guy where you're like this is the top of the rotation type arm, we're gonna be really really tough to beat. But yeah, I mean w- we can get hot, and I think this is a team that when they get hot, you got a bunch of guys like Harper and Hoskins. You know that they kind of. They kind of carry this team, Boehm evens that way, Real Muto, where they carry this team where, like, once, once they get hot, they kind of smell themselves a little bit, right? And there's a little bit of energy and swagger that comes with, you know, those guys when you get on a winning streak and start playing good baseball. And I love that in a team. And I think that's what makes a team really, really hard to beat once they get going is they all kind of feel that same way, and you can kind of see it in their personalities. We got a bunch of those guys that, like, you know, they nothing they enjoy more than win it, right? Like that's like, there's nothing they hate more than lose it and nothing they enjoy more than win it. And I love it right now. You're seeing it. This is, this is what it's all about. They, you know, this is what we were hoping we were going to have with this Phillies team coming into the year. This is the team that's gotten you think red October, right? And okay. You know, get a little excited for it. They look the part and they even, you know, there was times where they looked apart the even in that first month where they didn't win back-to-back games, when we were just talking about, look how many games they've given away. Look how many blown-off opportunities. <laughs> yeah, look at all the <laughs> extra they've given other teams. Right? Those are things that you can change. Oh,
2: the day man. Dave's taking shots at you already? You don't there, even there. I don't look
1: anything like Zach Efron. <laughs> Why it's not even a good Why one is it like
2: every Zac? time we come on here every week you're being referred to? I mean my girlfriend loves
1: other... Zach Efron. Like, let me be honest, the wifey loves Zach Efron. And even she would be like, that's not even good. Like that's like I look nothing like him. <laughs> Let's go Wilson. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking it, 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 we, at the end of the year, then we should go back
2: and find, find some of these ones that have like highlight reels. So, your reaction to, 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 to some of the names you're being called, bro? Because, I mean, what what we had, um, <laughs> Yeah, had point, Skeet.
1: <laughs> there's one good thing here. It's Vinny V's almost at 40 pitches. We're not even out of the second inning. So, he's not going to go more than four or five. So, my headache won't come back. Let's hope. You know, I had a headache all day long. And you know, I'm pretty sure watching this guy pitch, you know, much longer is gonna you know, it's it's gonna bring it back. So
2: but yeah, we're getting yeah. ready. Um All the order here seven
1: eight nine, it's two two to the seven hitter. Another three-two count.
2: Zach Efron. W- w- then what's the difference? The bank accounts by the only difference, then <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, he's he's if I had Zach Efron's money and I look like Zach Efron. Wouldn't you be an asshole? I'd be like, fuck everybody too. Like, yo, I'm Zach fucking Efron. I'm good looking. I'm rich. <laughs> I plowed the bitches from high school musical. Like, fuck you. <laughs> three, oh, two. Man. Oh, they say he went. Wow. Got him. Nice.
2: So, so so one one headache less ending? Is that half done or I no? Or was that was that I thought play that play was play play three. Play.
1: We swung, but I didn't think they were going to call that. Yeah, that's a swing. <laughs> no. oh, boy, I, think that's we're,
2: I think they just did the opening announcements for um, Dawkins in Hall, so th- that, that should be going on any minute. And I that think it should, seconds seconds it should be switching Way back. It should be switching back over to ESPN, too
1: was that bases loaded one out and first and second two outs huge difference right i mean it's a huge difference
2: <laughs> yeah the outs so you got the
1: 8 <laughs> hole hitter up here you got the 8 hole hitter up here with first and second two outs now you could realistically walk this guy and still find your way out of the inning without giving up a run cuz the pitcher's on deck which with vinny v it was, it's a, it's it's definitely a possibility that you could walk the 8 hole hitter right <laughs> definitely he might he might hit him in the back you here with a fucking are, are
2: you ever are you ever going to going to let him ha- have a halfway decent outing without burying him
1: no he had a halfway decent outing without getting buried last time out he doesn't get no more that it's the not... <laughs> mat the first two batters of the inning Stephen. you get buried <laughs> when you're a pitcher that does that <laughs> oh here we go base hit nope got it thank you that a boy Okay. Well, out of the inning. Say,
2: all the all that venom for what? For what? See, he
1: he knew he whipped it into shape in a hurry.
2: Let's continue the streaks. Absolutely, Frank. We got this. We got this. Don't don't let negative Nancy over here fool you. We we got this.
1: No, I, I I'm I like this Phillies team. I just don't like Vince Velasquez. Hey, wait, wait. There bitch. you
2: go. You, you, Jason, Jason t- tuning in on, on the on – the, on the listen, we're, we're not sitting there saying he's, he's – I'm not sitting there saying he's the good pitcher or great pitcher or anything like that. I'm just mm. sitting there saying that we know what he is at this point in time, so why waste the so energy? So why be my
1: rotation if we know what he is? You know what Vinny is? You know what he is? He's a rally killer. <laughs> Vinny Velasquez is a rally killer. <laughs> When, 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 when you're a team like you talk about that's on a five-game yeah. winning streak, he's the guy that comes out and lays an egg, and you get smoked, and you're like, well, so much for all that momentum we had. This guy just fucking killed it. That's what Vinny V is. Can't stand him. Like, if I was his teammate, I'd want to punch him in his fucking mouth.
0: <laughs> Molly balls Miley in the, the house. you come out and drop an egg,
1: <laughs>
2: We didn't see we didn't see Molly last week, so we, we we didn't get we didn't get the 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 Cowboys' heads thoughts on on the draft. So, what's up, Molly? I know I know I seen you tuning in during the draft. Are, are, are you ready for the circus that that's already going to be your team? Because I can already I, I'm already he- hearing uh, rumors that that Mike is running people the wrong way.
1: I just think that the Cowboys don't like anybody. Like he's probably not kissing Jerry Jones's ass, and Jerry doesn't like it. He's like, this kid needs to learn some respect. Like, no, this kid just <laughs> fuck you. Like this, this kid, the fuck. We know where this kid came from in his background. He doesn't well, I mean, Jerry Jones's ass. Maybe
2: it's not Jerry. Maybe, maybe maybe it's maybe it's one of the players or some of the players. Remember, first they came out a Zeke's map was like, don't touch me practice. He said, I can't make no promises. <laughs>
1: I mean, that sounds more like a Zeke problem. I don't know. Who's got the yeah, issue? I think, here?
2: Yeah, I think y'all did good too. For real. I'm not. I don't no. know. I like that. Kid, but You know uh, what? Uh, if you if go back and look, look, at it, look
1: at our— way, You know, that, that, that sounds like, you know, the, the dudes are like a real football player, somebody that, like, he'll punch you in the mouth and not give a fuck. And I don't know, like the Cowboys all of a sudden have turned into a bunch of prima donnas, you know, in the past 20 years. They no longer play football. They just, you know, that's all about the image. That's down. Let's go. That's been down all goddamn game.
2: All right, well, Dawkins is in the cage. Let's go. Let's go, Philly. Back on ESPN. I'm surprised. If you're not watching this, you, you, I, I already know the first thing you'd be saying about, about Phil Hall's hair.
1: I'm watching Bryce about to get ejected is what I'm watching.
2: Oh, boy. Do we got to flip it back? No. I'm gonna stay there. You you give me the four. You give me and the fans the four one one, while uh, while while we watch um, Philly's own do- about to do his thing.
1: I mean, I've just said the first pitch of the at bat is a good three or four inches below the you know below the knee, and it was called a strike. And the pitch down, he hasn't been given the pitch down either way for the first couple innings, and all of a sudden it's a strike on Bryce. I wonder why.
2: We already you almost know feel like these umpires, like You, you almost feel
1: like some of them like the idea, like, oh, here's a guy I can trigger. Let me see if I can trigger him. You know what I mean? Like,
2: mm-hmm. umpire exerting his uh, dominance. Wouldn't be totally unheard of.
1: <laughs> 93, fastball, belt high. Bryce swings through. Didn't even take 20 <laughs>
2: seconds for Dawkins to get, get kicked in the frickin' pills. <laughs> Of course, he shakes it off.
1: He's late. Late.
2: Who's late? <laughs> the pitches are late or the swings are late?
1: Bryce, it was late on that, that fastball. It wasn't even that good on a fastball. I don't know why he's late. It's Ninety-three belt high. Maybe he just he thought it was going to be a breaking ball or something. I don't know, but he swung right through it.
2: Uh, a little bit over a minute in, and they're still feeling each other out. Up, oh. has got talk is down. He's in half guard. So what do you what 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 else is on on, on your mind tonight, too? Because obviously me, me and you can't be sitting there both sitting there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why not? People are digging it. They're like, hey, uh, let's all watch the games together. Yeah. Two one is in the dirt since so three one the Ramuno. Okay. Oh Molly thinks that the Cowboys did good in the draft. Is that what she's saying? Yeah.
2: Kyle's already reversed the position. Tried to try to go for a submission now. He he's on on, on top and in, in half control. In in half guard with with you know head and arm control on top looking to try to pass to work a submission and Halls pulls him back down. <laughs> he's like, nope, not having any of that. Nope.
1: Here at, you know, Alec Bohm had another professional at bat his first time up. I don't know if you saw it.
2: Oh, Oh, tries, tries to push the dog off. Now he has them on his back. Now they're back to their feet.
1: Harper was on third base. There was one out, and Bohm hit a ground ball to the right side and knocked in the run. You know, just an RBI ground out, but that's good baseball. Now I look for something to drive here. Yeah. <clears throat> Be a good time for him to pop ball.
2: What about you yeah. think? What about the Sixers run run their own? You uh, you think we're gonna we're gonna round it out, clinch clinch that that number one overall, regardless of who rests uh, or, or doesn't the the next handful of games or less than a handful of games, rather.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this was expected from the Sixers. They're everything we expected them to. Be, I mean, right?
2: I mean, it's literally you know, literally <laughs> me and you were kind of like we're we're pretty much gonna be not really like super super invested until now so we're, we're here <laughs> we're, yeah. we're we're within a week or so week or so before playoffs are going to get on under, underway it looks like they're going to have the
1: number one seed as that, you're looking why, at that's why they're resting guys like simmons tonight and all that i'll tell you what i'll probably be watching i'll, I'll be watching like playoff basketball bro like i'm glued to the tv like there's nothing like it oh, because that's when the, that's when the effort level finally goes through the roof you know what i mean that's when guys mm-hmm. really are playing you know the best defense they possibly can and giving their max effort you know because that's where all the money's made all the idea you got like so much so many more viewers and all that like i actually feel like it's a good product sometimes you watch some of these nba games in the regular season it's still watered down you just, like it ruins it for you and like so you know and then obviously you know i don't really get a t- ton of uh national games down here with the good teams right like i get like orlando and miami teams like like miami's good but like I get my local teams in Florida, right? Like, I, I'm excited to be able to watch all the good teams, all the playoff series the teams I've been able to watch all year. Dude, the two guys that are in the MVP race that are going to like you know uh, run away with the MVP award, Jokic or Chris Paul. I mean, I really haven't been able to watch either one of them, you know, for the most part this year because I don't get to see any other uh, games. There's,
2: there. there's still people that are thinking that, that that you know they feel Joe's played enough games, man.
1: I told, and I, I listen, and I know Barkley just came out and said it. I told you, I've been telling you this for for a few weeks now. Regardless of whether we agree with it or not, this is just the way it works. You don't miss that many games and win the MVP. You just don't. It's not the way it works. Not when other guys have had similarly high-level seasons. Like mm-hmm. it's just the way the system works. If everybody else had a down year and he's the only guy that had like a crazy good year, maybe. But that's not the way this is. Like Jokic has had an MVP-type year. Chris Paul has. I mean, literally, when you you know, I, I could probably make an argument that Chris Paul should be the MVP because when you look at what the Suns have done, they haven't made the playoffs in what eleven, twelve years or whatever. He comes in there and does Chris Paul things, and all of a sudden they're one of the best teams in basketball. That's what the MVP is supposed to be, is it not? Like the Nuggets were already a playoff team.
2: Don, Don's you know, back like, in the house. Like we're not yeah. gonna beat the Pistons tonight. An, are, are you are you serious, brother?
1: Well, it looks like we're going to beat him now. <clears throat> no, I mean, it's.
2: Well, it's uh all right. 58 43. You know, you know just, I'm, just... I'm
1: less concerned with Joel winning the MVP award. Like, who gives a fuck at this point? If we're going to go, like, say we go to the NBA Finals and he wins the Finals MVP and we win the championship. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm burping over here after drinking some Mountain Dew and some beer. But, you know, if we uh, – <laughs> There's there a hell of a combination. combination, Mountain Dew and beer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But anyway, yeah, I mean, like, man, who gives a fuck? Would you rather him win the MVP award or would you rather go win the NBA finals and then walk away with a finals MVP? Um, um, I'll say it like I
2: this. I, I'll take him not, not winning the regular season MVP. I already oh, said man. I thought we were going to bring home hardware – I'm I cool think, with I, being,
1: I'm cool with AI being the uh, being the last Sixers player to win an MVP award. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't
2: know. You, you, do you, do you think think it's a reality that that either Mathis or um or, or Ben could win Defensive Player of the Year, or just they're not going to do it?
1: I think Ben is Defensive Player of the Year. Like, I, I I I mean, like when Ben Simmons comes out and says I'm the best defensive player in basketball, I don't you know, I, I it's. It's hard to, to argue with that. in
2: the house. Chuck's in the house. Of course, he greased the pole, man. Of course, you know, he creased the pole.
1: Since Chuck's
2: here, uh, what do you, you know? He he's missed the running back. What do you thought thought
1: on the picking up the the garbage from from Detroit? <laughs> well, listen, that garbage is better than anything else we had on this draw, Stu. Jordan Howard in Boston, Scott stink.
2: I already. I mean, you have been been talked about this at at nauseum that um we need to uh, see less of Boston Scott on on you know you know on the field and and more like you know in a special team role or situational type plays and stuff like that. Other than that, I'd rather see other people get actual you know uh, handoffs. You know, I think he. You know, like unless we're talking like, 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 like screens and 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 things of that that that, uh, that nature, where you know you get him outside where he makes a difference in that way. I re- I, I agree. I don't want to see Boston. I look <laughs> oh, get me. I, I love him. You know, and I call him the little bandit man. He. You know. You know. If he, if he, if. But he. He's a. You know. He's a gadget. <laughs>
1: Well, watch Ben go off come playoff time and be a guy that turns into like a double double machine. You know what I mean? Now that's like, what.
2: That's what I a- a- ask of you. Who do you think? Like now we're talking about players tuning it up, turning it up, and
1: and, and, and if really showing win the it. NBA championship. And Ben Simmons has some type of great playoff run where he averages a double double during that time. Ain't nobody gonna bitch and whine and complain about anything Ben Simmons does anymore. He'll be the defensive player of the year. He would have just showed off in the playoffs, you know. What like this is going to be his time. Like, he did. T- we talk about Matisse Thibault. Thibault was a great defender, right? But Ben Simmons can play 40 minutes and he can cover one through five on the court for all 40 minutes. Like, whoever you need to shut down at that point, whoever's the guy that you know, hey, he's the guy they're going to go to, to try to score right now, Ben Simmons can go shut him down. You know, and he can do it for a full, you know, 35, 40 minutes, however long he needs to play. You know, Matisse Thibault only- is going to do it for 20 minutes. You know, Matisse Thibault is going to shut down one guy. I don't know if Matisse Stiebel I, – I, I don't know. I know for a fact Matisse Stiebel can't, can't defend one through five on the court um, for a full you know, game the way that Ben Simmons can. Um, Simmons is the defensive player of the year. I don't think there's any question about that. It's disrespectful, I think, that, for him to not win the award uh, at this point. People talk about Rudy Gobert should be the guy that wins – You know, and Rudy Gobert this and Rudy Gobert that, and then what happens, right? And then Ben Simmons goes and scores 42 against Rudy Gobert. And I know they lost that game. Who cares? That's not really the point in that conversation when you're talking about Defensive Player of the Year. How are you going to be Defensive Player of the Year when you let Ben Simmons score 42 against you? Like, that's – come on, man. Like, Ben Simmons not even a scorer. and oh, I'm the Defensive Player of the Year. Ben Simmons scored 42 again. That ain't the Defensive Player of the Year. And nobody <laughs> has ever – I don't think there's ever been a player in, in Ben Simmons' career that's put up 42 against him. There might not be a player that's ever put up 32 against Ben Simmons.
2: I mean, I mean, I think you, you'll see some of your vets kind of really showing it. I think Joe's gonna really, really show it. He's already shown us he when he when it comes playoff time. He, 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 he does hit beast mode. No, I, no, no one could take 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 that that from that. If if you get that from Ben, Tobias, and, and, and you know a couple of these vets and, and a couple of these young guys. You know, we 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 very well could could be could be talking about an, a Sixers NBA championship. I don't want to get ahead of myself. You still have a lot of teams out there with with, with uh that that are more incapable capable of be, beating this team on, on any, any given night. Um, the question is, which one of these young guys you really think would show up? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be guys like Matisse or, or Maxi, or is it or or? Or is it going to be more? Or is it more going to be some of your veterans are going to going to really kind of take the reins in the playoffs?
1: I think team's clicking on all cylinders. I love the way they're playing in general right now. You know, I think the big conversation this year, as opposed to other years, is if there's a year to go win an NBA championship, this is the year to go steal it and make it happen. The Lakers are down. You know, LeBron's hurt. You know, yeah, Even like prepared.
2: remember we were we were talking about when uh, when we had uh, Jameen Jones on. Like you know the you know the you know the the Nets will want to putting it together if not this year within a year or two. So you know if 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 you're the Sixers, yeah, the windows now do it now. You know yeah. you know you know the, the you, Lakers are damn, the Clippers are damn. Like like you know what I mean? The, 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 the they're, Suns they're, might
1: be your biggest challenge, right? You could beat the Suns. Yo, you can beat the Nuggets. Oh, man, Booker is,
2: Book is, Book is playing out of his mind, man.
1: He is, but he's not going up against Ben Simmons for a seven-game series, right? That's what you talk about. Like, you want to talk about defensive player of the year type stuff. Oh, man, it would be great to see Ben Simmons just take Devin Booker's lunch money every goddamn day, every damn game of that series. You'd be like, hey, Chris Paul, like – yeah, you you, a, you really want to for yourself because that's, that's the matchup you want. It, it, it,
2: it it's starting to sound like that's the matchup you want if the Sixers go to the NBA Finals. It, it, it sounds
1: the like fun, you want better. Is it and not, how can you lose to the Suns? Like you can't lose to the like that's that's just it's not that is not physically conceivable. That the well, I'm NBA not saying you can't
2: lose to the Suns. Suns. What I'm that, saying the, is, it's uh, starting to sound like the matchup you actually want, though. From 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 this, I mean. This fire that we're hearing about this, uh, Devin Booker versus uh, Ben Simmons. That would matchup. be probably
1: yeah. that's a great matchup. And they don't have any, do they have anybody that can that can like, but that that's the know, thing outside down. of that? All right, you take away that matchup, you know, who's shutting down Embiid on that team? Nobody, they got that Aton kid, right? DeAndre Aton that was drafted yeah. number one a few years back. Oh my god, yo, you want to talk about lunch money? Joel Embiid's gonna be taking that. He like, <laughs> yo, that that you are a matchup. You're gonna have Ben Simmons shutting down Devin Booker, and you're gonna have Joel Embiid just flat out dominating. And you're gonna feel bad for that kid by the end of the series. The only person for Phoenix that's gonna be doing anything is gonna be Chris Paul. And he's not gonna be able to do enough by himself to win it. Booker's gonna be shut down. They don't have a big man that can match up with Embiid, and we got the better role players.
2: The question is: do the Suns come out of the West?
1: Well, the Nuggets, I mean, the Nuggets I mean, they're a good team, but the Murray, you know, Murray not playing kills them, right? I mean, like they are just. There was such a better team with Jamal Murray, and now you know they don't have him. Um, you got the Trailblazers, obviously. Maybe this is the year. Maybe Dame finally with the Trailblazers, they finally make you know some type of noise out there. You know, the def- Steph. yeah, there's not. You know, the you know the Western Conference doesn't necessarily have a like a. You know, the Suns. I guess are the one team you say they're a dominant team out there, but even them, you're know, like, yeah. You know, like you don't. You know, you don't necessarily feel like. They're a super team by any means. The way Steph's playing, who's the fuck to say the Warriors can't go beat anybody in a seven-game series out there right now? Right? Like Steph's dropping thirty-five every night. Like they've proven tough to beat. He's speaking of people who should be in the MVP conversation. Huh? I've been saying that for a well, couple. Steph Curry should be in the MVP conversation. What he's done to carry Golden State to the playoffs by himself is fucking incredible. The other night, what he did—the uh, only other two people to have. That many 35 35 point games in a season where, where Michael and Kobe he joined Elite Company. You know, the dude's the dude's how old? You know, he's 32, 33, whatever, and he's playing at a higher level than maybe he's ever played in his entire career. It's insane. It's insanity what he's doing out there. He's not gonna win the MVP because for whatever reason in the NBA, like you gotta be like, you know, oh, they're not a good enough team. Like, I don't really give a fuck. They'd be the worst team in basketball if he wasn't playing. You know what I mean? Like that for me. Like that's why I say Chris Paul's same thing with Phoenix. You know, Phoenix is 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 struggling to make the playoffs without Chris Paul. All of a sudden, Chris Paul's there, and now they're a two seed. You
2: know. And the dog is still battling. Uh, uh, Hall's just kind of got got uh, Kyle Danny's uh, just cut him with an elbow.
1: Is there a team in the East that can? I mean, Brooklyn obviously. That, I think see, but the, that we, yeah, that's
2: the question. Like, I like so so we, matchup, we we we've ma- we 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 either matched up well or, or or beaten the teams that that could po- possibly beat us, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn's obviously I, I, that team everybody's looking at, and I would love yeah. to stick it the Brooklyn. Let's go like a series of Brooklyn. Let's go whip their ass and be like, like it's our year, and then whoever we got to face in the finals. I think if you beat Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference, there's nobody coming out of the West that you're like, okay, like look what we just went through in the Eastern Conference, like bring it on, like you know what I mean we're gonna kick your ass too, like uh, nobody in the Eastern Conference is as good as is as, as Brooklyn, nobody.
2: Now, now does does Milwaukee scare you at all?
1: Of course, I mean, you know Giannis is a freak of nature, so of course they scare you, but I I don't I don't look at any of those teams and say in a seven game series they should be able to beat us. They just shouldn't, you know. Giannis Bro. and Embiid—that's a fun matchup. Who else does Milwaukee have? Like, who do they have? Where you're like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing out. Like, that's what—that's what they they, they Giannis <laughs> they and tried to add a bunch of other guys. Where you are just like, none of okay, them really scary. None of them are sexy. You know what I mean? Like.
2: Cromer, uh, hopping in here, you know, six has had the second easiest schedule in, in the league down the stretch. Great opportunity to build momentum and more confidence moving into the playoffs. Like, listen, I don't even think it's about the, about the confidence. It's just, just about, you know, you know, that we, we see what there are right now. Like, like, like we've been sitting there say, saying all, all year, like, listen, you know, this team looks like it like, like an Eastern conference championship chip team. They look like it. Um, you no, know, you haven't really seen too too much from from the Nets to kind of really show you that that, that they're capable of doing that. You know, oh, we, we
1: that's the team I forgot about. That's the what? team I forgot about. The Jazz, what? you know, the Jazz. That's with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that's
2: yes, and there's the matchup you probably would have to be more intent on watching.
1: That you know, if you're going to say what's who's the most likely team, the Jazz might be the best team in the West all the way around. Rudy Gobert, obviously Mitchell can score and you've already kind of got the little rivalry there from all the shit talking earlier in the year when Simmons scored 42 on Rudy Gobert and they're supposed to be bad. Oh, those the defensive players of the year. <laughs> that's a good little fun matchup there to have in from the finals.
2: right? it. YouTube now too. <laughs> uh, that's a rough one. I don't think, uh, I think uh, Phil Phil halls wound up uh, getting a uh, decision in from from uh, from Dawkins here. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Adam the Philly's doing the
1: best record in basketball in all of the NBA. Forty six and eighteen, or whatever the hell they are.
2: Yeah, the Sixers are up what, like sixteen now. Yeah, about. A little bit over five minutes left in the third. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. But yeah, at this point in time, how them Phillies doing? What do you got over there?
1: It's 3 nothing. Phils. Atlanta coming to the plate.
2: What was it? Uh, was it about the fifth by now?
1: I think they're in the fourth. Ian Anderson just struck out the side.
2: All right, now they're back up 18. <laughs> Toby's got sixteen four and four right now. I mean, do you really think when it all boils down to the uh, the, the the bench and like uh, your your key role players will, will be if if the Sixers can make a run and secure a championship, you know, your Dwight Howard's, your your Danny Green's, your you know your 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 Seth Curry's are they are these the guys going to be make the difference for the Sixers?
1: Well, those are always the guys that end up making the biggest difference down the stretch, aren't they? And it's the guy that you know somebody always steps up. Andre Iguodala is the guy that you know. As good as those that Warriors team was with Steph and Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, it ends up being Andre Iguodala one year that ends up being the guy that you know saves everything.
2: And who's the other guy that we just picked up fairly recently that we're still trying to work in here that really hasn't gotten a chance to get any minutes or real playing time?
1: The
3: guy, Hill.
2: was it george hill right
1: uh yes yeah the point guard
2: yeah yeah he's the other one we're still trying to we're trying to get a feel on what either what he's going to be or what he's going to do for this team
1: Vinny b hasn't allowed
2: a hit i i also think that the, that the, the white howard needs to um <laughs> be careful of the 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 nonsense fails in the playoffs has been killing him during the season.
1: Yeah, it's always killed him his whole career, right? Technicals and all that. But yeah, he, he's definitely going to be a guy as he's able to spell Joel Embiid. That'll be very important come playoff time. The production that he can give us, he can play at a somewhat high level.
2: I mean, he—he—I he, think he's been vital for you know us, for you know. Load management or just you know keeping keep Joe's minutes down so he can be fresh for the playoffs, but you got you gotta wonder, man, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It so it's off.
2: eighty to sixty five now. Shake just burked another yeah, throw.
1: They're, they're showing they're showing the Phillies' big three this season: Nola, Wheeler, and Zach Eflin. And Eflin's pitched really well. <laughs> That's why, like again, like we keep coming back to adding that other arm. If you could add another top of the rotation type guy, and Eflin's your four, oh my god, dude, your rotation is filthy all of a sudden with Eflin as your four. Having Eflin as your three, and then two question marks though as your four and five is killing us.
2: <laughs> you want you you want that third arm so bad, dude, so yeah, bad. I mean,
1: if, if the only question mark in my I, rotation, I, is my listen, starter, I, would is five, would, would
2: you would you live with what you have right now? Right, if you could if you could get get yourself the middle reliever that this team obviously so desperately needs.
1: No, I think we need a I think we need a third big time starter more than we need a middle reliever.
2: I, I think I think we're gonna have to have a poll question for the fame next week. that we get it all BD out BD there. he
1: becomes that middle reliever, right? Like Spencer Howard, you know. Like, I guess I'm happy with this situation if they if they put Spencer Howard in my rotation permanently.
2: I mean, it's still too early to sit there and be nitpicking at the roster. We have to see what this team actually is yet. I mean, really, I like I know
1: they're... what BD B is. I know all what right, Chase we... Anderson is. I know what Matt Moore is. I know what any of these bums that are pitching in the well, rotation. This is what they trotted to as we, we already Vera, knew this.
2: we already knew this is what they were they were jamming down our throats, bro. Come on.
1: Yeah, but now if we're too good of a team. Like you can't like afford like this is one of those situations where who in, who in the front office is convinced that Vinny V or like Chase Anderson or Matt Moore is giving our team a better chance to win than Spencer Howard every fifth day. <laughs> and if they're really that convinced that that's the case then like i don't need spencer howard in the minors i need to trade him asap as a part of a deal to you know him and mickey moniac can be the, t- the the lead part of the deal mickey needs a fresh start <clears throat> you know there's a team that'll still view him as a high enough prospect where you know if howard and moniac are the two lead guys in that uh, in that deal and then you got two other you know lower minor league guys it's enough to bring back a, a a very quality starting pitcher, top of the rotation type guy. Who's on the market? Who's available? Who can you trade for? Is the question?
2: Oh, well, that's always a question. That's right? why. Yes. That's obviously why. Why we're in this situation, brother?
1: No, I think we're in this situation because they decided it was better to. I mean, in the offseason, also, you know, you, they were hit a little bit by whatever the budget says they might have to be after losing all the money from COVID season. But by the time you get to the deadline here and you're a first place team and all this revenue coming in, you know, you see the writing on the wall that, hey, if we make this move, all of a sudden it wins us, you know, a playoff series and, and we make a playoff run. Look at all the money that we get because of it. And it becomes worth it. I mean, the idea of what you needed to do in the offseason compared to what you can do now it might be different. Maybe the situations change, you know? Maybe they didn't feel like they had the resources to go out and do that you know, back in, in, in January, but they feel like they can do it you know, now. They don't want to do it in January. If I
2: don't
0: know. I mean I, I,
1: I, 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 guess, I mean, I guess I mean, I guess you right?
2: can think of it like that, but uh, at the same time, dude, like <laughs> you knew this is what the situation they were in regardless of their, they were trying to penny pinch and COVID this and cry about that. And, and, you know, you know, this is still the same, same front office that, that, that said, you know, stupid money and all this other freaking nonsense. Well, outside of
1: outside Trevor Bauer, there wasn't really like a top of the rotation starter type guy on the market in that way. So your options yeah. of going out and signing one really wasn't there. You knew Bauer probably wasn't going to sign here. Right. So that option wasn't there, but, you know, and the idea of maybe trading for somebody, is that a foul ball? Foul ball. Fair ball. Now McCutcheon's hurt. McCutcheon just crashed into the wall. Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Who told Captain Fragile he can go into the it wall?
1: It is a fair ball. Oh, well, because the ball went off his wrist.
2: Oh, well, so that makes better sense.
1: That, or is he hurt because he crashed into the wall?
2: The ball off the wrist would make more sense at this point in time.
1: Girardi's out to look at him with the trainer. McCutcheon, really McCutcheon told him, like, no, like, I'm not coming out of this game. Like,
2: No, no, no. We're good. I could turn it. Except yeah, when I Girardi swing you. Kind of,
1: like, gave him one of those pats on the back, like, thank you. Like, you know, not in a position to really have to, like, I need you to stay in this game type of thing, you know. <laughs>
2: At least we can't take you out yet. Yeah. yeah, give me, give me like three or four more innings,
1: dude. Look at Uncle Ron coaching third base. It's Ron Washington. Oh God, dude, he's got to be like eighty now. Wonder if dude. he's still snorting coke,
2: dude. <laughs> Because we have to go there. Because we have to go is it there not a that a fair question? It might be, but, but is it a fair question right now?
1: <laughs> I mean, hell, I you know, I, I'm not judging him or anything. I was just wondering, like, hey man. I mean, I'm you not still saying you're judging him having or a good time or what? Have we gotten that under control? Or are we still have no man, but that, that, that's a conversation
2: you and him have privately. I mean with the house, still the
1: life of the party. You airing <laughs> <talking laughs> them
2: out you airing him out. That's not the buddy thing to do. <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: He's like 80 now. They're like, hell, get it, Uncle Ron. Do it.
2: I didn't say anyone would care, but you just don't air my man's business out like that. That's, that's Guy code, man. Come on, what are
1: you doing? Guy code. Ron Washington's too old to even know what the hell a guy code is.
2: He walked him last time. He was already down for two pitches to him. <laughs> Here we go again. Do so you think he's gonna finally give up this run I'm here?
1: Close. They have like oh, a, a 2 count. Let me throw a fifty-five-footer. Like he's like the most frustratingly effective pitcher ever. <laughs>
2: What? What was Larry Anderson then?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: (laughs) Larry Anderson, I mean, at least Larry Anderson didn't make you want to punch him in the face. And Larry Anderson had an excuse. He was like 40.
2: Was there another Phillies pitcher that got under your skin the way Vinny V does? Like, I like... (laughs) I gotta Where's, find
1: out. Let's see. What was the last time a Phillies pitcher? Who was the last Phillies pitcher to get under my skin in that way? Let me see. That's a good question.
2: I mean, at this point in time, is Vinny V your your uh, your your favorite uh, your favorite Philly athlete to hate?
1: No, because I don't even think like like I don't like well, the only time I think about him is when he's playing. Like outside of that, like I don't even think. He's, I know, like, I, I like, know what you mean
2: like, mean. like like like, well, because he's a pitcher.
1: Well, I don't even like outside of that. Like he's irrelevant to me. Like I don't even think. I should be, oh, he's my favorite athlete to hate. Like why? Why would I waste my time hating Vinny B? Like you know what I mean? Like you spew
2: more hate about talk him talk than, than anyone recently.
1: I just talk shit when he pitches. Like outside, like if he's not pitching, I'm not going to talk shit. But like, Big I don't Greg's in guy. the house. I don't hate the guy. I just hate the fact that he's on my team. Like
2: Gregor Gillespie and Diego. I Actually, It's not even
1: that. It's not even that, dude. I hate the fact that he's in my rotation. Like, if he was a guy that pitched in the fifth, sixth, seventh innings of games, if he was a guy that found a role in the bullpen somewhere, like great. You need guys that have good stuff that can get guys out in your bullpen. But like, huh? I'm I'm frustrated. That's that not reality about right now.
2: <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all, brother? thing. Poppin popping and saying you got that 2 outs. There you go. It makes me want to do it. it gives me gas. <laughs> <laughs> gives you gas. Jesus Christ, brother.
1: I've always thought he had back into the bullpen type stuff like 7th, 8th inning uh, you know type stuff. But what was it a couple years back where he's like, I don't want to pitch in the bullpen. I'm not a bullpen pitcher. Bro, like, Dwight, you're barely a H- Dwight Howard champion. just
2: took the, the ugliest three-porter I've probably seen in a year or so.
1: <laughs> Here we go: 2-0. 2-0 to the seven-hole. The seven-hitter. 2-0 breaking ball. Can't control my fastball. Let's throw a two oh breaking ball. Hector Neris scares you. Yeah, I mean I
2: and Mathis ends the quarter with a steal.
1: <laughs> Out of the inning again. <laughs> See, <laughs> Ground ball to shortstop. They flip at the second, and we're out of the inning again.
2: No, you know, you know who was uh, uh, effectively irritating the watch, Brett Myers.
1: Yeah, that could be very frustrating at times because you knew the thing that was frustrating with Brett was you knew how good his stuff could be. You're like, dude, like you, you, you're a le- you've got legit top end of the rotation stuff, and there was a one year he had an ERA of like five point three or something. In 04 he had an ERA of like 5.12 or something crazy like you were like how why like why do you suck this bad you're like 23 we thought you were going to take this next step and become this big you know top of the rotation stud and I think we figured out that year he's just he's just he's going to be a guy but he'll never be anything more than that right like
2: so why can't you 30. just accept that Vinny V is a guy nothing more than that and
1: you know who was a guy that I used to fucking I mean, he just he was so irritating to watch that was also in that kind of Vicente Padilla had a few years that was like that. Like he was an well, all-cause he one threw year. the no no.
2: That's because he threw a no no.
1: No, that was Kevin Millwood. Padilla, um Padilla I don't think had it, no, he I thought he threw one, it wasn't for us though. I
2: thought it was like Texas
1: or something like that. I don't I don't think Padilla but I I Padilla went eight no hit innings for us at the vet in oh two against the Diamondbacks. And then his, his, no, uh, his no-hitter got broken up with, like, two outs in the eighth inning.
2: Oh, why did I think he threw a no-hitter?
1: But Vicente Padilla and O two. I don't I know. We've had a couple of those
2: so far. Or, or do you, do you, th- you think the Phillies are due for one?
0: Sure. I mean, I'm no not idea. saying they're saying
2: that any of these guys are capable mm-hmm. of doing it at this point in time. I'm just saying there. We, we've we already seen, what, at least two this season already?
1: Nola and Wheeler definitely. Well, we've seen four, five, if you would count the Madison Bumgarner one. Even though uh, I'm not,
2: Georgia, you know, they are looking good. You know, ben, Ben's not playing. Defense is looking good. It's still, it's still the, the, the Detroit Pistons. So you know, you take that with a, with a grain of salt. Um, you know, the White was look was looking good earlier. You know, I think I think he dropped like ten, ten or more already. You know. The bias look good. I, I'm, I'm liking the way the Sixers look. You know, you know, me and uh, me and Zach have been going over it here. I think, uh they, 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 you know, no, 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 no more injuries, no scares or anything like that. They, you know, no more excuses. That they, they, they should be the Eastern Conference champions, right? <laughs> no more yeah, excuses,
1: I, right? I mean, there's, you know, that was, but that's what I said. That's been the expectation since the beginning of the year, right? Like, they've made deep playoff runs before. They've been right there. They nearly beat the Raptors to go to the finals a couple years back. Like, that's all been like, you've accomplished all that. Doc Rivers was brought in here. And the reason all this is put together the way it has been is because the expectations now are to take the next step and go win a championship. And Kutch is raking still two for two tonight. We had a line drive, the right center, now one, the left center. Yeah, boy, lead off single. Gotta love it. Good baseball.
2: Yeah, like I said, and then you know, we got <laughs> the Phillies are kicking it. The Sixers are kicking it. MMA's killing it right now. You got a uh, good like I said, uh Gillespie and Ferreira going at it right now. Just freaking these two guys are just grappling. <laughs> uh oh. What the hell is Forever going for there? Like Both their arms are tied up there. I can't get what either one of them are trying to do. Now they're back to their feet. That <laughs> was just a weird exchange. Oh, uh, George, don't, don't don't get Zach started, man. You can bring up Flyers. You can get to get them started.
1: Nobody even cares. I we'll don't about
2: nobody. You know, chill with that. Nobody.
0: No,
1: you, wanna know how, you know, look, the minute the Flyers, look, all anybody talks about the Flyers now is how, much, is how bad they are. That's all they're talking is shit. These Flyers stink. You know, you know, two months ago, three months ago, all I heard at the beginning of the year was how they were going to the Stanley Cup, and now they suck again.
2: <laughs> Georgia approves. <laughs> so, so then, if, if you don't have a comeback for it, when you're just throwing the flyers and you just Lanto's response, then why do you pipe them up? I know, I know, we've, we 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 Philly four for four, but come on, man.
1: I'm a lightning fan.
2: Next year, <laughs> next year. Isn't that isn't, isn't that year. the That's line for, for
1: Flyers fans? Every year. And then they tell you how good how, – oh, yeah, look how good we're going to be this year. Carter Hart was going to be the next Marty Brodeur. You know, now we think, fucking Jesus Christ, the kid's going through growing pains and people are losing their fucking minds. You know, it's – the Flyers are the biggest group of front-running fans, like, in the history of, uh, like, of Philadelphia sports. Flyers fans are the biggest front-runners you'll ever come across. Ooh, base hit and hit the second base bag. McCutcheon going the third, first and third, nobody out. They'll sit there and tell you how great the Flyers are. They'll sit there and I'll say one thing: sold out when they're winning. When you it's when you look lose. at
2: the, the the outlook of this Phillies thing $3, right $3, now, and, $3, and $3, the way that they're playing against the 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 the, the, the division rivals, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have to be a little, a little bit more than than, than happy to see how, how they're playing the Braves right now. How the you know, you know, how how they played the Mets so far this season. So
1: come on, Bryce, this would be a big time to pop one here.
2: He's only had six so far this year, but He's got thing. ten
1: IBS. Oh, Jesus Christ! Swings at the first pitch. What the hell, Bryce? Jesus. And that's not like that. Like Bryce is like that's like he's never like.
2: Yeah, but it looked on. like he 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 got on top of that. He just he...
1: Yeah, Well, the pitch isn't even a strike, and he just like that's not like Bryce like doesn't ever like you know what I mean. Like, it's oh way over yeah, up. that chased the pitch. Out,
2: yeah, that was a little bit chasing. That was out out.
1: It's like he was going to look for a first pitch fastball and attack it, and then he tried to swing at a pitch a foot off the corner.
2: It was like he was guessing; like he didn't even read it, you know.
1: Yeah, he just didn't see it the way he should have.
2: Uh, You can't, you can't let this go to waste here, JT. Cannot. Pass ball would have been nice. But I mean, uh, again, you know how how we're we're playing against the uh, division rivals early is a good sign,
1: right? Yeah, no, it's it's always a good thing. I mean, that's at the end of the day. I mean, like that's how you win your division is 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 by being able to, to dominate your your division rivals. You can get away with not being good against the rest of the National League as long as you're beating your division rivals.
2: What is up, Christopher? How you doing tonight, my friend? There's uh, a good one that we didn't go over yet. Albert Pujols being released. Where, is it, where does he play now? If he even returns to Major League Baseball,
1: <laughs> um, he could end up with the Cardinals just for nostalgia purposes. I don't, you know, somebody could be desperate for a DH and try to, um, you know, sign him and bring him in, and you know, just because you're Pujols, and we'll see what we get out of you, but. I think, yeah, he didn't want to play – he didn't want to come off the bench with the Angels. I think the only team where he would think about doing anything of any kind like that would be the Cardinals just because of Yachty, you know Yadi Molina being there and Wainwright still being there and all these guys that he's very good friends with and just obviously the history of all of it. I'm sure there's certain teams he would just be like, no, I'd rather retire than play for you type of thing too. You know what I mean? like.
2: oh i don't know if it was that yankees, but...
1: say, say, say come like you know come to the, the all-star break and the yankees have five guys in their lineup on the on the on the you know injured list all of a sudden that phone call might happen you know what i mean if Stanton and judge both end up on the on the injured list for an extended period of time a team like the yankees might uh, say okay yeah you know
2: but he struck out
1: i don't you know his career could very well just be over too he could just be like ah fuck it like because he's not just gonna go play somewhere just to play. Like he's gonna want to be in a position that he likes and he's comfortable with and he feels like he can play every day and contribute and things like that. Like he's not just gonna go sit on a bench somewhere to collect a paycheck. He's out in the fucking pool, you know?
2: <laughs> so you don't think uh he she tries to go to a contender outside of um you know so- somewhere like a St. Louis?
1: Sure, he could. It just, but it just all depends on the situation. Like he's not just going to go. He's already got like a couple rings. He's not just going to go like, you know, sit somewhere. Oh, I, I just I need to be on a roster. Like the dudes, how old? Like you know what I mean? Like I think he. That's a, he likes that, the situation that, that's yeah. a, that
2: would be a massive rumor, Thomas. Judge of the Angels.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't really. Who would the Angels give up in that whole situation?
2: Don't you dare say it! <laughs> don't you even think it?
1: Well, they're definitely not giving up Trout. I mean, yeah, Trout's I a better player than Judge anyway, so the Yankees would have to give a up whole Judge. Pl- and a whole player is hand quite hand of an
2: understatement. And... Like a whole player, maybe even two. Yeah, like not against Judge either. Just dude, like like Trout's kind of like the the he, he does everything you want out of a baseball player, so. I don't even think that should be an option. And who, again, like you said, who would you be trying to give up?
1: You'd have to go to a team that's got like an established young player plus like a really strong. System, like
2: Gregor America. Gillespie just just stopped uh, Diego Ferreira. Flattened him out at his back and just just started raining down punches to the referee. Couldn't stop. He was running out of time. It was getting close. He was going to, he was going to ride out that round.
1: Oh, here we go. But last goes into the fifth inning. This is when it always gets ugly. (laughs) I mean, it's funny we talk about frustratingly effective pitchers, and we never we didn't bring up the most frustratingly effective pitcher in Phillies history.
2: Uh, which one?
1: The Wild Thing. He's the name Wild Thing, literally for uh, You got the name The Wild Thing. That's literally what it's all about.
2: I don't know if he was just frustratingly effective. I just think he was just frustrating.
1: <laughs> well, in 93, he was frustratingly effective. Yeah, he set the Phillies single season saves record while also, like, Giving you like a single season record for migraine headaches, you know, like it was no, I,
2: I just always remember him the, the you know hitting the game winning running the the 20 inning game in the Padres hair the hair veteran stadium that season. That was like that was the one I'll remember. That's well, what one. That I'll remember innings. him yeah. more I remember Mitch more for that than than any of his saves or anything like that. That wasn't was the
1: twenty inning game. Lenny hit the hit the walk-off double in the twenty inning game. Mitch hit the walk-off Hit in the uh, in the second game of the doubleheader that ended at like five o'clock in the morning.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into this next segment, and we're gonna be joined by our guest for this evening. She is none other than in, uh UFC veteran, an Invicta FC fighter, and and newly signed BKFC fighter, Miss Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl, hey. how are we doing?
3: What's up, guys? How are you?
2: Oh, I'm how I'm are awesome. You? How are we how are we doing tonight?
3: It's I'm having an amazing night. Tonight is um one of the Serrano sisters' birthdays, which is yeah, why yeah. Here, I live here. In yeah, New York I know. Now and- I, yeah,
2: it, it, it's it's funny. I um I actually met them um I, uh, when they were shooting um Fight Valley.
3: Oh, okay, that's awesome.
2: So like yeah my yeah my, my you know both my uh my, my uh. My ex's daughter and my daughter got to meet them. We were on set, took some pictures with them. They're pretty cool. <laughs> so so when, I, when I heard that you started going up there and trading, I'm like, oh, boy, Pearl ain't playing games. She ain't playing games with these people. Because no, not. Not, not just do you have that because they, they also work with, with a whole lot of world class, class fighters. So it you know you know, obviously, you know, you moved on from the UFC, you know, you're you're still What's with Invicta. That? Obviously the BKFC contracts here with with you know, you going over there, what's kind of the ultimate goal? Is this, is, is it going to be an eventual transition over to boxing, bare knuckle boxing, and move away from MMA? Or is it just you guys are all going to kind of hone all your skills and you are just kind of going to, you know, iron sharpens iron, so to speak?
3: Well, you know, I think that obviously in any sport that I do, um, I'm here to compete and be the best I can be and, and take it as far as I can. So – First and foremost, I'm, I'm not looking ahead of my next fight. It, it's to go out there, and obviously this is a brand-new sport for me. Um, so I want to go in there and, and display my skills. I, I have good striking. I've never really used it. I've always kind of um, went to my grappling and, and utilized my grappling. And so right now the goal is, is to get as far as I can in bare knuckle and, and hopefully on that strap. And, um, and from there we'll see what happens. Yes, I'm, I'm solely focused on boxing now. Um, I'm not doing any grappling. I'm not doing um, any anything other than boxing. Bare knuckle is my sole priority. That's why I moved out here, um, is to focus. I don't have family here. I don't have friends here. Uh, I have the Serrano, the team, Team Serrano, and that's it. And so I train and I go home and and I'm kind of isolated right now. And I'm I'm loving it because you know I have so much to learn from these these women. They're incredible. Their skills, their boxing skills, are, are amazing and. I just am so far behind that I have so much to learn and grow every single day. It's, it's, this is a, a, a blessing.
2: I mean, I, and you couldn't ask for, for, for a better, a, a better person to kind of have around you too with, with both uh, Amanda and Cindy and, and, and you know, Jordan and, and, and her whole team. They're just amazing people. You know, like I said, when I met them on set, absolutely amazing people. Um, so like I said you're you're always always picking things up from from them you know I obviously you know what, what wealth of knowledge now obviously uh Amanda just just announced that she's going to be taking an, an MMA fight soon so uh, obviously obviously she's going to be picking your brain a little bit as she's going to be going through some some of the stuff that she's going to be preparing over the next coming weeks and months
3: Absolutely and and that's the nice thing is uh right now we've been solely focused on on my fight and and preparing me for For mine. And now that Amanda has this fight in front of her, uh, it's it's time to to add in and um, work on her MMA skills. And yes, I'm going to help out as much as I can in her camp and help her with with what I can. We'll do my training separately and and focus on bare knuckle and and boxing and and my skills. And then uh, later on in the day, we'll work on her skills. And yeah, that's why I came here. Like you said, iron sharpens iron. I've been in MMA yep. 15 years, a very long time. And um, you know, she's picking my brain as I'm doing with them and and Jordan is a phenomenal coach. It's is so cool to be here. It really is.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, over there over there in New York is, you know, it's a, it's a absolutely a, a rich rich boxing tail right right there, but um now you're talking the things that you're getting ready for. Obviously, you know bare knuckle boxing keeps everything real close to the vest, like especially when it when it, when it comes to uh, some of the premier fights there. But a, a lot of big signings have been happening. A lot of people have been you know making suggestions and and th- things of that nature. Uh, a lot of people think uh, Britain and um, and Christina Ferreira are going to go back at it again. You know, other people are ma- making other assumptions. You know, oh, Paige is going to f- going to fight Ra- Rachel next. I really think. You know, if, if if you're asking me to guess, get guess right now, and it, I would actually like for, for that that first matchup for you to be back it is is you to take somebody on like Brit Hart because I actually think that it would kind of make more sense. I'm not sure what the weight 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 is right there, but I actually think that would be a more a, a real fun matchup.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, any of the girls in in the bare division right now are, are great matchups for me. And again, I'm here to test my skills. I'm not here to do anything other than be the best that I can possibly be. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for them to announce my opponent. Um, but you've got a good guess.
2: <laughs> I'll take it as that. I'll take it as that. I'll take it as that. Hey, listen, I, I know how it works. What, what's not said in between the lines kind of says what's in between the lines. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: exactly.
2: So, you know, anyone who knows fight lingo knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now a lot, a lot of that, a lot of things have changed over the last few, few years. You know, even, you know, even since you know, like I guess that that first wave of uh, of the Ronda era of, of women's combat sports, and you know, uh, uh, you know, you, you're seeing the the female athlete grow in so many ways, both you know, professionally in, inside the ring, outside of the ring. You know, you know, uh, and you—you you yourself are, are kind of somebody who, 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 you know, taken to that that own brand marketing and, and stuff like that. You're, you're, you know, obviously some athletes go about it in some ways. Each obviously, you know, do do what's best for for, for their brand. What are your kind of thoughts on on you know it was a question uh, you know I, I, we were asking last night on on the women's roundtable? Do you think uh, you know uh, at overall do you think women's gonna gonna control sports marketing a, as we grow over the next ten years?
3: I don't know if we're gonna control it. I mean, the men are incredible athletes, right? And and, and oh, without a doubt, look, without a doubt, you, the skills you can never put look past the skills. And I think that where I see it is—is is yes. Do, do we have an advantage in some some sense? Yes, we do. We're women. We're beautiful. The most beautiful thing on earth, if you ask me, is a woman. Um, <laughs> but I think that men can pull from that and 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 learn. Like there's there's several ways to market. You've got you've got ways where you've got like Jake Paul who's doing the crazy stuff that he's doing, and and then you've got a Conor McGregor who goes out there and and kind of does what he does. And then you've got someone like myself, who who's uh, I'm feminine, and I'm beautiful, and, and I don't I don't try to be anything other than what I am. And I, I believe that that is the best marketing tool that you can have is to truly be who you are and just be be that 110. percent If you're a big shit, excuse me, if you if you talk a bunch, <laughs> hey, of hey, listen, crap, we, then, we 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 know, let it all
2: fly here. You don't got to censor yourself. We let it all uh, fly here. <laughs> all, right. all
3: right, all right, good. If you're if you're a big shit talker, then hey, that's that's your thing. And then you have people like Uzman who doesn't really talk shit, but he's he shows it with his skills and he goes out there in every single fight, he's making a statement and he's proving a point. And it's just different. And, but he's him and that's him. And, and this is who I am. And I think that, I, I, I wouldn't say that we are going to run the sports. I do believe that we are, the the women's side of sports is rising. And I love that in my sport, or excuse me, MMA, um it's equal. It's equal opportunity. Tonight we have, watterson and rodriguez headlining a fight and that's that's amazing for us as women um because we well, are especially when, right you get to
2: the, especially when you get to the smaller weight classes that and and when there's not a title involved i i, right. I think that i think that's probably the, the the thing that like that i would have to say if, if if i'm a female i'm holding my hat on on to be like hey like this is yeah, you not know, a title fight. The, these aren't two big stars, you know. I mean, obviously, it's not not a pay per view, but you know, you know, you get to continually, you know, see this on a consistent basis. And you know, we're you know, we're waiting for for the days where you know, we're we we can, you know, I know people are calling it for bare knuckle boxing. I think it's a little premature to see, uh, you know, full female fight cards. You know, uh, I know, uh, you know, um, Scott Kent over line fight has talked about doing that for 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 uh for more time over there uh, especially that you know he wants to do something in Lumpy Stadium I think that's going to be pretty cool I mean it's it's so cool. it, 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 it's really cool kind of see how some of some of these things kind of involve in and, and, and move forward and you know uh, and you guys are at the forefront. And 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 like you're saying, it, it's something you, you were just sitting there saying is, is being true to yourself. And you've been seeing a lot of lot of that stuff go, going through your social media. Anybody who, who follows you, you think uh, you know, uh, you know, over this last year you're you're really finding out who you really are, both as a person and an athlete, and kind of really just owning who that is, and and kind of, we're we're over these next few fights and and over the next year or so, we're really gonna see who really Pearl Gonzalez is.
3: You know, I've had some life changing things happen in my life these last couple years. Um, You know, my father passing and then I'm actually single for the first time in 10 years. And let me tell you, I am enjoying my life (laughs) to the fullest. I I am. I'm just being who I want to be. I don't have to dull my light anymore. I don't have to, you know, pretend to be or, or, it is, it is. It's. I think that as you get older, you do, You kind of start to accept yourself for who you are and get comfortable in your skin. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I love being sexy. I love being beautiful. And whether anybody likes it or not, you're gonna see it because that's that's what I enjoyed it. That's that's part of what I enjoy being aside from being an athlete.
2: Now, like th- now that that being, being said, like listen, do keep shining, my friend. Seriously, like like anyone who 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 don't like what you do or how you do it. Psh- for real, exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we see so many people have so many things to say about something. I'm like, listen, if 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 they if that's what they want to do and they don't care what you think, what you feel, it doesn't matter. You could, you could sit there and be be you know you know the, you know the, the hater in the garage, you know you know mama's basement, whatever. It do, it doesn't matter. Like you, you're not gonna phase these people. Uh, right. you know we've gotten to uh, you know like you're saying you've been through so many things and realizing who you are you've gotten to the point where it's just like hey i am who i am if you don't like me move on Shut Shut i I, I, got, I got i got i got so many other people in my corner who, who 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 are supporting me why should it matter and then you know and you guys and you've taken it even further like where we're where, like like i said you're 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 into you know who you are as a female and like you 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 where some athletes are going only fans you've gone and taken it even further. say, I got my own thing. You have to come to me. We're, we're, we're not going to you. You're coming to me. So, and you're, and you're one. I think more of a handful of athletes that have done that over the past year. And that, and that's even, I, I mean, if you ask me, isn't that a, a better way to kind of control the content as well? Not, not just for moderation reasons as well.
3: Absolutely. You know, I, I, everything that I do, every decision that I make in my life is well thought out and it's, I think things through, you know, I'm not just making um, impulsive decisions and for me to do my fan time and do my exclusive content and do my own website and this, that this was well thought out for me and this took me many years to think about. And it's just me expressing myself and being who I'm really comfortable being. And like, it's also like my wild, crazy twenties. I didn't have those. I was, I was wiped up and now I'm living <laughs> my life.
2: <Get> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, listen you know you're you know when when you've been around people who, who've been in relationships like that I I, I completely understand where, where you're going going through right now so it's like listen you you're gonna be who you're gonna be eventually you'll run into that person that that'll stop you dead in your tracks and you know how it's gonna go but we, no, we no all get to know, get, we, listen, exactly I'm, I'm with you on that like listen we, when we get into those things like listen I'm, I'm gonna completely enjoy this time period of my life. Eventually, eventually, somebody will come along and and and, and catch my, my attention to the point where I'll be like, okay, that, that might be a person worth w- than to slow this thing down for. But until then, like, listen, you're you know, not not just like a, a peak as as a human being as a person, but as an athlete as well. Like, listen, you have the perfect storm going for you right now. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens, both both professionally, personally. Um, you know, like you said, you're hooked up with, with them right now. Like, listen, you know, I already know what what connections that Jordan has. I'm, I'm really looking forward to see seeing, seeing what what could possibly come, you know, po- po- post-athletic career. We, we, got, we, could, we could see Pearl in some movies and stuff like that. And, and you know, like, listen, like there, there's all kinds of opportunities for professional athletes along those lines these days, especially ones who, who want to do that. And I, I think you kind of have the – personality that would cross over well and plus the worth that could that that could make something like that happen so i mean again not not to look not to look too far ahead i just listen when 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 you watch athletes for for as as long as i have it you you see who people who who have you know the it thing some people have it you know you're you're always going to rub people the wrong way and upset people or some people are just gonna gonna or you're just gonna light up a room. You're one of the people who, who no matter wh- where you are, no matter no matter what you're doing, you could be training whatever. You find ways to light up a room.
3: Thank you.
2: <laughs> and, and I'm and trying, but
3: I love it. I do. I love it. <laughs> but but but
2: see, it's not one of these things that is that is just about about because you're a beautiful woman. It's also because because of the fact that that you're that 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 you're dedicated to your work. You're you're a major martial arts practitioner, and you. I, I, like I said I think you you have one of these th- these skill sets you you could technically you know wanna be one of the one of these fighters who could be one of these first ones that that, that becomes a bare knuckle boxing champion and go back and and go 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 win an invicta title and then you know walk away from it all and start start blowing up as a movie star start like like ha- ha- you see a lot of people do it these days you never know at some point in time you could do the Ronda thing in the middle of it. Quit, you know quit Quit fighting altogether, become a mom, and then come be like Misha and come back and and and, and be fighting again. It, 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 it's a, it's all up to you. It's all up to what opportunities you, you want to take and what direction you want to taking your life in. At this point in time, we're we're the we're the ones along for the ride. You're the ones showing us the movie.
3: Hey, I love it. I love it. And you're absolutely right. You know, and, and it is, it's, it's one step at a time. That's, this is what I've learned as crazy as I am. I'm a woman and I can complicate shit. Right. But as crazy as I we're can, all, I, I said it
2: last night, we're all complicated. Like, like, listen, women are complicated. We we're also complicated in our own sense. Some people say we're easy, but also we find ways to complicate things too. Let's be honest, guys. <laughs>
3: 100. And, and I think that for me, I've just been trying to work on simplifying and then, and, and, one step at a time and, and one thing at a time. And even, even MMA, you know, now that I'm focused on one, one part of the sport right now, I'm like, holy shit, we, we as MMA fighters have ADHD. Like we, you know, you have like an hour here and then you're an hour here and then you're an hour here. And it, it's a lot. And, and I think that right now I've slowed my life down in, in so many ways in, in the training and the physical, in the physical aspect of it. Um, as well as even in socially, like my, my life is training, I come home, I, I work on my fan time, and I, and I do my social media stuff, and then it's rest, and then it's just all over again. And, and I'm loving it. I really am. And by the way, the pizza here is the shit, so I'm just <laughs> pizza and bagels. That's my thing right well, now. Well, make
2: sure, make sure you, you make a, make a trip, to, trip down to Philadelphia and grab the cheesesteak, too. You ain't that far.
3: Where? Where? We, <laughs> to Philly?
2: Yeah, you ain't that far from oh. Philly. You better, might as well come down here for a cheesesteak. We can show you where to go. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm, would I'm sure have uh, to do that, uh, and I and I'm sure I'm, I'm them know, know where to go. They've been down here; they they should know.
3: I would love to do that. Like I'm, I have not really explored the East Coast at all, so. I'm here for it. I'm not here to, I'm here to try anything and everything. Um, everywhere I can explore as much, learn as much as I can on, on this side of the, the well, you can always I-
2: double. You guys can always double dip too. There's always training and training around here in the area. You can, you can get boxing and you can get MMA and whatever. Like, it's, it's one of the things like, 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 like people don't know, like, like when she's sitting there saying she's not from the East coast, you know, people don't know Pearl, pearls from, you know, Chicago girl, you know, how I came across Pearl was, uh, you know, through our co-hosts, uh, Rachel Blaze back in the day. She used to cover you. She was so excited when I booked you. Oh. She thought I, I booked you on her show last night. So she's sitting there calling me, texting me. I'm like, you realize it's on the day after. It's on my show, right? <laughs> so she's like, like, sending me all these sad faces. So like, you better tell her I said hi. I'm like, she's like, I don't know if she remembers oh. me or not. She's like, tell her I said hi. Of course
3: hi, I do. She, so Rachel was actually one of the, um, first people to interview me as an amateur she came into my my dojo that i was at since a child combat doe and she was one of my first like interviewers and she was incredible she's an amazing
2: yeah
3: Yeah. and she's been through so much and she's so strong please
2: yeah she she's been through a lot she she's she's one of the She's one of these people who, who who life uh life finds a way to keep beating her down but uh you know, you know, people like me in her life and you know, people who are around her won't let it happen. She's been through a lot. She's 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 still here and uh you know, I'm so, I'm uh you know, I'm glad that she, she's with us and, and and uh you know, back to, to doing media because uh, she she had some dark times for in the last, last few years.
3: Yes, yes. She's such a strong woman. Please send her my love.
2: Oh, I will, dude. I'll uh, I'll see if I can link you two up because, like, she's been like, "Oh my god, I need I need to catch up with her." I was like, "I'll, <laughs> I'll see what I can do." I got you, Rachel. <laughs> right. She's so, cause she has so much going on because uh, Eden's about to uh, about to graduate high school. Dustin's, uh, you know, he he's doing um his uh his his bodybuilding and stuff like that. So she's she's got a lot of stuff going on on top of you know everything else.
3: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah she's- much love.
2: Yeah, we're, we're 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 all doing our own grinds, right?
3: <laughs> Absolutely, we're doing the best now, we can.
2: And and speaking and speaking of which, after you getting getting done with me, you know the fight's end, and and, and you got your own show that you do do on, on your own. How how did you start your own uh your own podcast? You
3: know, I was fortunate enough to just be linked up with um with uh, T.J. Desantis. We had we had did a a commentary on a show together. Um. I- actually. And he was like, hey, I have uh, Dean Thomas is unavailable. He's in Abu Dhabi. Can you cover his show? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And so then I, I tweeted Dean. I had never talked to Dean Thomas before. And I was like, I'm stealing your job, Dean. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get on his podcast, and then we do his podcast, and we hit like 765,000 views on that show. And we they were like, holy shit. So I really did end up stealing his job. And um, I mean, we, he's on... <laughs> <laughs> he's on a podcast with us, but that was kind of how it just kind of, it happened. It's kind of like accent. you guys
2: flip-flop roles now, now it's your show and he's kind of just the guy there. <laughs>
3: yeah, absolutely. And I, I love it. I love it. I guess I get, there's nothing I love more than and watching fights, being a part of the sport. And I think that I'm in a place in my life where no matter where I go, what I do, whether I fight or not, I, I'll always be a part of the sport. And that's such a good feeling because I've put so many years of hard work of sacrifice into it. So to know that that I'm here to stay and that I have a permanent spot somewhere in this sport is is so rewarding for me.
2: Uh, listen, you, you like you said, you know, you know, very few people know, know how long you've been here, how long how, the road you've traveled, you, you you paid your dues. It's all starting to pay off and and like I said, it, it all in the right time if you really ask me, I really think like this is it's your time, man. If if you if you can really steal this shine, it's really the sky's up to you, man. Can, you know, can, can can you can you break the atmosphere? I don't know. Can you?
3: Absolutely. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to mix <laughs> it all up here and just break down any wall or barrier that's in my way. That's that's what I've done my whole life. Um, and that's what I'll continue to do is just break down barriers and overcome obstacles and fucking just take the shine, take the lights and, and shine bright. That that's what I was born and destined to do. And that's what I'm, I'm going to do. Well,
2: I think that's, that's what you've, what you've done so far, you know, people who, who, who haven't already tuned in, you know, I think, I think more will, will after, you know, uh, the, the next fight, both with BKFC and, and, and whenever you, you do happen to, uh, to, to step in the, in the cage again. Um, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I, I, I know, you know, obviously, you know, you're running around in the area New York. You, you know, you got your show w- within the next hour or so. Um, what I typically like to do right before we, uh, we let you guys go is just throw the proverbial microphone over, over to you, anyone you want to thank, shoot out, uh, you know, uh, any sponsors, let everyone know w- where, where to follow you on social media, any charities you're working with, anything you want to say at all. Pearl, the time is yours, my friend.
3: Man, thank you so much, guys, first and foremost, for having me here on their show. Uh, make sure you guys follow me at, at Pearl Gonzalez. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Pearl MMA on Snapchat. Definitely check out my exclusive fan site, fan time, which is PearlsParadise with a Z.com. It's super bomb. I got some super fire content, and I'm having so much fun over there. Um, and big shout out. Yeah, you can you can check out my podcast, Extra Rounds. We are live after... Um, Most fights tonight were actually off, but um, at at most fights we are on on UFC Fight Pass, their Facebook page, live. And, yeah, just keep up with me on all my social media. I keep everybody tuned in, and and I'm hoping to have a fight announcement and and who I'm fighting very, very soon.
2: Well, like I said, I hope my guess is right. We'll see what (laughs) happens in, in the next few weeks, if I'm right or not. I'm going to start placing bets. That's all I'm going to say. Hey. <laughs> hey. Well, well, Pearl for, for, uh, again, appreciate your time again, you know, uh, uh, extend the, uh, the, the, same thanks to your management as well. I'll also try, uh, I'll message you, uh, Rachel's number. So you guys can, can connect. She, she, she really needs, uh, wants, wants to catch up with you. So, um, we'll, uh, We'll we'll do that and uh, you know best of skill uh, in in all that uh, you know you know you know keep keep doing your thing with Amanda I cannot wait to, to see that debut guys BKFC it don't matter if it's if it's uh if if, if memory serves me I think you're gonna want to be in, fighting in Florida right
3: Yeah I'm fighting in Miami
2: Say you got to go catch it Zach you got to go catch Miami, it brother bro, Miami's like four hours from me.
1: No, that's still not an excuse. It's Bear Knuckle Boxing, brother. What do you want me to go to Miami? Where is it? You know how expensive hotels are in Miami, bro. Like what you wish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out, brother. Pearl, yeah, okay, appreciate the time, my friend. I sleep on the beach. Best of skill. We'll definitely be in cocktail. Have a good one. Thank you,
3: Donald. Have a
2: good night. All right, you too, everyone. That was Pearl Gonzalez. She's gonna be. Us, uh, you know, if you don't know who she is yet, go check her out. She, she, like I said, she, she's amazing on on every level. That that, you know, she she's personable, beautiful. She's freaking, she, you know, she she's she's both MMA and bare knuckle boxing. You know, obviously, you know, you know, uh, she, she was a, a UFC veteran here. And uh, listen, we'll we'll see what the future holds for him. I, I think it, I think it's the Bretton Hart fight. I think their reaction said it all.
1: You see my reaction during that interview because Freddie Freeman hit a ball 400 feet to make it 3 1. And then um, we had a double switch. They brought in Sean Coonrad. And. why?
2: Well, I know the Sixers won. They won by like, like, I think it was like 16 points. So.
1: Sean Kingery has. But, sorry, Sean Kingery. Scott Kingery has come in. <laughs> Sean Scott, Kingery. Might as well be. Sean. Might as well be. Uh, a, well, yeah. a a Kingery
2: is another one you have the disdain for. Yeah.
1: Scott Kingery came in is coming to play third, and they moved Alec Bow over to first. So,
2: all right, turn the Phillies game back on. <laughs> <clears throat> but what'd you think of uh, of Pearl, man? She is gorgeous. I agree with David. She's definitely <laughs> gorgeous. Hey, man, you want to see, see how gorgeous he is, go check out that site.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't know if I'm that thirsty, but I'm just saying.
2: Uh, why do you have to be thirsty? Yeah, it's cause of supporting supporting
1: the fighter's career, ain't it? That stinks! Odubo Herrera just tried to bump for a hit and he popped it up backwards.
2: I just seen it. Like I said, I'm about like five seconds off of you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, wait, you gotta you gotta go back to this one. So why would would, would be subscribing to her site being thirsty? I I I gotta yeah, I gotta,
1: I mean, I gotta, I just gotta don't like so yeah, I, I, guess I, I don't need I Well no, I'm not telling. I'm not sitting
2: there saying any of us needed but like at the end of the day, like is it aren't you just supporting the athlete?
1: I guess. I do how
2: you look at it. I mean, yeah, I'm supporting
1: but... the athlete by looking at your titties as you shake them at me. I don't mean. It's...
2: Yeah, but most of them like have things like you know, you there, you know, packages. You have t-shirts that go with you know the subscription and stuff like that. Dude, like come on. Okay, I
1: mean, I mean. Okay.
2: <laughs> Listen, dude, we've already been over this at nauseum. Do, do fighters get paid nearly enough money for for what they put out and the damage? I it? Well,
1: I, I have no problem with. I think sex work of all kinds should be legal, homie. I'm the last <laughs> person to be like worried about what these people are doing in their free time. Like, you know me, bro. My libertarian. I want prostitution I'll, and I'll, shit I'll, like that to be legal. Fuck like yeah. a, Fuck any of that shit. Be it should be. It should all be on. Like she maybe. said,
2: man. She she she's just a, she's just a flower opening her petals at this point in time, man. Just if she, she wants to do what she wants to do. She knows what she's doing.
1: Outside, three two. They thought they had him on the one two, and it was outside by just a tad, and now the dude's all pissed off, and it's three two.
2: Wasn't Come three, on, oh, dooble
1: A tad.
2: That didn't look well, like a two, tad.
1: Two, the 2-2 was way outside. The one two right before that, no, they looked like they thought they had him. The, the catcher thought he had him struck out. He was ready to throw down the third on the one two.
2: Uh, gotcha. So right, all right. So the so the Sixers uh-huh. have done it. And left us with the with the Phillies at the top of the seventh with about twenty minutes left on air or so, and there's an error.
1: That's gonna be a hit. You sure? Yeah, because it was the reason he tried to barehand it was, it was going to be a close play, so they're just going to give him a hit on it because it was it was going to be a bang bang play to begin with. That's a high bouncing ball with a double running. This is a ball that you'll, you know he's he, he might have no uh, chance yeah. anyway, but Ugh. they don't give him an air on that. I don't know. Those first play, few
2: man. steps out of the box is paid, but
1: I still think he's a good enough. Runner. <clears throat> what was that? As soon, as soon as you saw the big chop, you heard me go, uh oh. Like, I knew, like, well, that's going to be a tough play. Come yeah. on, Kingery, do something here. This is actually a really good move by Girardi, right? Bringing Kingery to bat ninth because you knew you had the pitcher spot coming up because they want to make sure they get a second inning here out of Coonrod. <laughs> oh, to to that to batting oh, average
2: is fucking
1: horrendous. <laughs> I know. Well,. You got to try to get in the lineup, you know, and, and and get some things to happen here. But if you can't hit, you got to be able to bunt. I mean, what is it with big leaguers not being able to bunt? I mean, good Lord, that's three different guys trying to bunt today. None of them can fucking bunt. Come on, Kingery.
0: Oh, you think he's
2: going to get anything done here with that, with that, with that 111 batting average.
1: (laughs) I mean, this is a good time. Like, Hey, you know, rip something somewhere. Holy shit. This would be huge to get him on base and turn the lineup over with the heart of the lineup coming up, including Bryce. Swing through a fastball. (laughs) He stinks.
2: Who stinks now?
1: What's his brother's name? He's got a twin brother. I wonder if his twin brother is any better.
2: You sure it's not Jake?
1: (laughs) It's not Sean either.
2: (laughs) You can't tell me Kangry doesn't look like like Jake.
1: (laughs) You stink! (laughs) If I was at a game in person, I'd be harassing the shit out of him. He does drive me crazy. (laughs) I mean, he's pretty much useless at this point. (laughs) He doesn't do anything good. You're not even a good utility player. He could play multiple positions. Good for him.
2: Jesus, cutch, wailing. So down, that then to uh, two run lead. What about what? Two so innings to go. So, so, do, so, so does, does the poll question stay true at this point in time? Does it? We does... play
1: nine innings in a baseball game. He didn't like that one. That's in. Let's go, rookie umpire, wearing number 100 or whatever. That's how you know he's a rookie umpire. He's a call-up guy.
2: <laughs> the look on Kutch's face says it all. <laughs>
1: it's not a
0: strike.
2: <laughs> That's why he's like, uh, I'm just going to let this one stew. He should have won.
1: Yeah. Knowing a he'd run into a fucking elk by ten feet.
2: <laughs> Is there like uh, can, can we get get, get a, a number on like how many people you actually like on this team?
1: <laughs> Everybody that's not named Odooble or Scott Kingery? Go! Or Vinny. <laughs> no chance. Oh, yeah, Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny
2: Pop up. I thought he lost it for a second.
1: <laughs> but like I said, I don't hate Vinny V as like a player. I just hate him in my rotation. I literally hate Scott Kingery as like a player of all kinds. Like, I hate him.
2: The problem is we can't get rid of him. <laughs> We're stuck with that contract. <laughs> Jean, 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 Jean.
1: Mean Jean Segura. Is that what you're gonna call it? Mean Jean, like Jean Oakland? Well, thank you, Colin. I think I'm not real sure about any of that, but okay. <laughs> thank you. I know I am adorable, Colin, aren't I? What the hair? <laughs> I'm girl pretty. What see, what? What would they call in prison? Girl pretty. <laughs>
2: Oh Zach, I can't with you today, brother. <laughs> like I Ashton this.
1: Kutcher in his prime.
2: <laughs> Ashton Kutcher in his prime. Oh man, I can't with you hey, like straight
1: in that '70s show, Ashton Kutcher.
2: I, I I still like. Listen, we we, we always get get these stories. We? <laughs> we always get these ones. <laughs>
1: Why do we always want the the coupons? I don't get it. I mean, hey, you know, you, you, you don't feel good. He's called. He called you cute. I thought that would make <laughs> you feel good about yourself,
2: Steven. Uh, I mean, I would have. it would have. It would have felt better if he's if he said about <laughs> freaking ten minutes ago with pearls. still on, I would have felt less awkward. <laughs> My God, he was just talking about her, not us. It's not weird at all. Yo, the response,
1: brother. I'm, um, yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, then.
2: <laughs> he walked into that one and started talking prison stuff, bro. <laughs> what is prison girl cute?
1: Zach Efron. <laughs> I don't is he girl pretty or is he just I don't think he's girl pretty. <laughs> I think women think that he's like this big handsome man. Big handsome man is, is he even six foot? Home, you
2: know? Is he
1: even six foot? I don't know. I know he's I know he's I know he's ripped. I know he's like, like okay. my, my my wifey my wifey loves his body. He's got like whenever they watch neighbors and he's got his shirt off on neighbors, she loves it. He was in that Baywatch movie for a reason. I mean, the dude's in good shape. I'm built more like Justin Bieber and Ashton Kutcher put together. Nice. Good piece of hitting.
2: Oh, there you go.
1: Now we got Bryce coming up. Come on, Bryce. Damage time. Do some damage time.
2: Insurance runs. Where is the substance? What substance? What are you giving us, Ed? You breaking us down? What's up? (laughs) 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 That was real close to being snagged, too. Freeman, and we snagged (laughs) that. Come on, Bryce. I, I feel a i i feel a, I feel a pitch around coming here. Like you know yeah, what, if, I, if anyone's gonna beat us, it's gonna be JP.
1: I don't know. I mean, do you really want to pitch around Bryce Harper to get the? I'm J-P- not. A- I'm not a- share, share the wealth, brother. Share the wealth. <laughs> can you pitch away? So is Segura on first or second?
2: It looks like it's uh, first and third.
1: So it's hard to pitch around him now. First and third, you got to go after him.
2: Welcome loaded. Oh, uh, Br- Bryce, just sit. This dude ain't ready for it. He ain't ready.
1: Bryce is like licking his chops to get another. I like got that last at bat.
2: Absolutely, yeah. This is from Philly. I'm. From Ph- oh, I'm from Philly. Zach's from Florida. We're well, I'm from-
1: initially from Philly. I just live in Florida. But, now. We're, but
2: we're all from Philly. <laughs> All right,
1: let's see what we'll, see the next pitch goes.
2: You're gonna freaking oh. lose his so, handle on this one too.
1: He he's frustrated. like you can tell uh, look at the like the little like the, the little expression he does after. He's frustrated with the fact that he's
2: not seeing he's, he's not seeing the ball right now.
1: It's, I don't know if it's just not seen or if his timing's it seems like it's a timing thing with him right now. His timing just isn't what he wants it to be.
2: No, we're not brothers. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're show brothers.
1: <laughs> the city of brotherly love. Of course we're brothers.
2: I mean, there's no way we could be brothers. You see his beard length and my beard length? It's just, I can't grow it like he does. He makes fun about me all the time.
1: <laughs> Come and on, George, Bryce.
2: George thinks he's trying too hard. Right? I don't think he's trying too hard. I just... You just need to slow things down just for a minute.
1: Outside. 2-2. Two, two. Come on. Let's go. Square one up here. Get your timing down and square one up. Nice little base hit even to make it 4-1. You know?
2: Just some insurance here, Bryce. Yeah. Come on.
1: Rip a ball Come in the front right field for a base hit. Breaking ball away.
2: Gonna go out there again, Bryce. Why would you?
1: He's just—he's yeah—he's just struggling. You could tell, and he knows it too. Like that look on his face is one of like I'm lost up here right now. <clears throat> he's in one of those little funks that he goes through. He'll be all right.
2: Oh, I'm not worried about Bryce. Is one of the, those guys I'm you don't worry about. You know. I mean you have to be he encouraged.
1: Hot, he's gonna get hot. And the thing was, he was getting hot and then he got hit in the face and it just completely cooled him off, right? I mean, like it was really that was the reality of the situation. My man was red hot. And how do you cool off somebody that's red hot or you throw ninety-seven to the dome, right? That's that'll help. That'll be <laughs> the good way to cool somebody off in a hurry. <laughs> They might be pressing up there a little bit too. You know what I mean, like guys. Dave, in,
2: like... you're you're not gonna you're not gonna get Zach to go anywhere at <laughs> this. He's gonna say and. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I know. Yeah, we're also so excited for the NHL on TNT.
2: He's he's more excited for the NBA on TNT. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm more excited for AEW on TNT. Do you guys see Blood and Guts? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>
2: Exactly, George. This, this is what George, we're talking listen, about, listen, man. He's listen, listen,
1: listen, listen. What y'all don't understand though is that breaking ball looks like a fastball that's going to be like thigh high, and then it breaks about six feet in the final ten feet, you know, on its way to the plate. So of course, oh, what's he swinging at? Is somebody that's seen some of this nasty shit firsthand as an umpire? You'd be surprised at just how filthy some of this shit looks as it comes in. You're like, oh, that's why guys swing at that. Like I used to say the same shit, and then I saw some of this shit firsthand. You know, that's why a guy's swinging at it. That thing broke six feet in the final, like, ten feet that it got the home plate. Like It looked like a fastball that was going to be, like, you know, just above the knee for the first 50 feet, and then it breaks six feet in the final ten, and a guy's swinging way over top of it. And you're like, ah, oh, what are you swinging at? You're like, it's fucking nasty-ass pitch is what it is. It's <laughs> the big leagues.
2: Are you worried about uh, Simmons' back issues that are still reoccurring here?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm worried about it as much as I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. Simmons is. You got. Sometimes you think that he wakes up and he just doesn't feel like playing. He's like, ah, my back's hurting. Like,
2: must I must have had that Kardashian riding him too hard threw his back out.
1: You know, is he still dating her?
2: I don't know. I was just assuming. I don't. I don't pay attention to, to who, who they dated. Just they talked about it so much. So. <clears throat> <clears throat> so they got out of it. Three one bottom of seventh.
1: What are we talking about here? That's a very in depth conversation.
2: Yeah, I think they're gonna get. They're getting ready to make some switches. I think. I thought that's, that's gonna be.
1: They're probably saying, "Okay, we want to go this arm first, and then if we get to this part in the lineup, we're gonna go here."
2: Good to hear the Philly accident <laughs> accent. Not he doesn't hear it here in Idaho. Well, keep tuning in, Ed. Keep tuning in. <laughs> Idaho, oh, of course, the coffee's awesome.
1: <laughs> Coffee coffee. What's wrong with the coffee? That's how we say it in Philly. It's coffee. <laughs> Along it's with the me. radiator and the water. It ain't a radiator, Steven. It's a radiator. Radiator, radiator. The only place that anybody says radiator is Philly. That's the only place we say it. You th- see how crazy people think it is down here when I say it. They're like what? It's a radiator. I was like, I in Philly, we call it a radiator. They're like, yeah, what is rad. wrong with you guys?
2: So <laughs> I, I went to mechanic school, so I got, you know, I had got gotten that beat anatomy. The rad, the radiator, radiator, radiator. <laughs> what are some other Philly puns that we can we can drop upon Ed?
1: Does anybody find it a problem that this kid's wearing twenty five? Christian Pache. Like, what do you think? You're Andrew Jones? You kind of look like a young Andrew Jones.
2: Are
0: we Such that? a
1: wannabe. That, like Andrew Jones is, should be a Hall of Famer. And we're over here giving his number to rookies.
2: Oh, man. We're going to start this argument. There we go. Here it is. Here it is. The, the argument at the end of the night, my friend. Nice. <laughs>
1: So, um, Scott he actually did something productive. Look at look at him smiling. He's like, ah, I did something. He's looking at his teammates like, look, I actually did something good. Ah, <laughs> look how excited he is. He actually did something productive.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: That old boy, Scotty. That really earned that twenty six million dollar contract.
2: So George said, "I heard the best place for Philly cheesesteaks is Angelo's." This is here to start an argument. (laughs) Wayne and Zach, or no?
1: The best place to get a cheesesteak down here in Florida is down by the shore. What 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 is it called? Tommy knows the guy that owns it. It's uh, Mike Grilakis. owns it. Went to school with Tommy.
2: Well, no, he said in Philadelphia.
1: Well, I don't know about Philly. I don't eat up there anymore, but I can tell you this place is phenomenal. It's the best cheesesteak I've had since I've been down here. It's even better than 90% of the places I had cheesesteaks up in the Philly area. That's how good it is. So if you're down in the Melbourne, Florida or Cocoa Beach, Florida area, you're going to have to try it out. (laughs)
2: Colin wants to know where far are you from.
1: <laughs> I live in Lakeland, bro. I'm I, I'm from the Philly area, man. I grew up and spent my entire first, I spent my entire childhood up there, and I lived in in, in the Philly area for like the first twenty five years of my life. I, I live in the Lakeland, Florida area now. I'm about thirty minutes from Tampa and forty minutes from Orlando.
2: And Ed, yes, Pats are still open. It's a tourist attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Mike's in Florida.
1: Jersey Mike's is garbage. Jersey Mike's is a is is just a chain restaurant. Like, I mean, like, I'd like a Jersey Mike sub, but the, like, that's that's just no. Like, that's not. <laughs> we're not. You know, that's that doesn't even belong in the conversation as far as best cheesesteaks and shit like that goes. The place is called. Um, now you're gonna make me go search it up and, and look for. It. So I can tell everybody.
2: Collins from South Jersey's in Sarasota.
1: Okay, Sarasota. I'm with you. I umpire out there sometimes. Well,
2: Acuna just basically got hit twice. (laughs) Really? (laughs) One brushed him. Yeah, it might be. The first one brushed him, and he like tossed his bat. And that one, he 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 was like mid-swinging, and it just started coming. And it started breaking. Oh, yeah,
1: that's not good. Look, he—he he knows something's fucked up too.
2: That's hey, listen. <laughs> you cannot like guys, man. That—that's not what you want to say ever. And that wasn't intentional st- either. That definitely was not intentional.
1: No, it's called straight out of Philly down the shore. That's what the uh, the Italian place down here in the Melbourne does. One in Melbourne, and one in Cocoa Beach down here in Florida. Straight out of uh-huh. Philly down the shore.
0: <sighs>
1: Let's see. Oh thing. yeah, right on the knuckles. Oh yeah, that's he probably broke some fingers. Yeah, that's
2: foul all
1: What are they looking at to see if it hit? To see if it's a foul ball or what? <laughs> I
2: don't know.
0: It
1: yeah, must be looking at to see if it was a foul ball. It clearly hit his hand.
2: Oh, to make sure it didn't hit the bat. Yeah. Because you know how it is. It might have hit. It might have hit his hand, but if it hit the bat. It's a foul ball. So John was like, We don't they don't got no no cheesesteak places here in Dallas. I I feel for you, brother. Order it.
1: <laughs> yeah, straight out of Philly down the shore. I ate it in a had it in Melbourne, Florida. Tommy, uh Tom Arnone, our boss here, uh knows that went to high school with the guy uh, that that owns the place, knows the guy very well and his whole family. And it's by far the best Italian food I've had down here. It's it's just crazy. Some of the stuff like You've just got to be like, oh, like, Italian food down here compared to Italian food in the Philly area. Like, you just got to accept the fact that most of the places aren't going to be anywhere near as good. But um, Um, there's a reason why it's on straight out of
2: Philly. What was on? It's on FX2, right?
1: It's on FS1, yeah.
2: Because he's saying it's on ESPN. It's still (laughs) on the major network right now, Ed. You should be able to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's on national TV, FS1.
2: You're good, man. Well, as long as you have your 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 at least your basic cable package, I believe Fox Sports One should be a part of that. So. Yeah. Last few minutes here before we get ready to wrap things up for for this week. Anything you want to we want to touch on before we get ready to start the process of winding it down? No problem, brother. No problem. That's what we're here for. Spread the information. Let our, let our Philly fans know what's up. For the fan, by the fan.
1: Yeah, it's the Phillies. You know, that's last night they, you know, beat beat them bad, right? They give us like it, it, all these all these games as of late. Over the past month, it's all been like edge of your seat, like pull your hair out type games, except for or last blowouts. Night. You know, no, we've had a couple. We've, we've had a couple blowouts. Like, last night was the only laugher where you were like, "Woo!" like, yeah, oh, man, I, I can relax the entire time type of thing. It seems like every There's... other game has gotten way too close for comfort. You're like, why and how did this game get so close? Like, how many of those games have we had as of late where, you know, you, you have a three or four-run lead, and next thing you know, you're winning by a run, trying to hold on to it. And you're like, how the hell did this happen? Like,
2: so, a <laughs> couple, here couple things
1: that – I love this guy. What up, Ario? Jose Alvarado. I think he should be our closer at some point.
2: With a four ERA in eleven games.
1: Well, it's 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 a small sample size. He walks too many guys at the moment. But the dude throws a hundred. He's electric, and he's got that that shut mentality. Like
2: John, it ERA, is bro,
1: like a four ERA is terrible. Like it's not. That's like, that's like having one outing where you got blown up and then the rest of your outings are pretty good at this point.
2: (laughs) John,
1: that means you had like one outing where you you gave up three or four runs in an outing and then like it inflated your ERA and made it look a lot worse than it is.
2: John, it is three to one bottom of the seventh with two outs. they have runners on first, first and second.
1: It's Bones Jones. Is that Bones Jones here?
2: <laughs> well, it's not spelled correctly if it, if it is.
1: Uh that's all well, why would he spell it correctly? He's trying to stay under the radar. <laughs>
2: yeah, any, problem, any problem, man. You you take care too, my friend.
1: Dude, watch how filthy this oh one pitch is. O two wasn't that bad either.
2: <laughs> Ed said, "How old's the pitcher, Alvarado?
1: How old is the, He's only like twenty-five or so. He's young.
2: Yeah, but um, I guess I'm gonna give uh, this this kid another few days to claim it. Um, but it, it, if I don't get a response in the next few days, I guess we're gonna put that West Chamberlain jersey back up, and we'll do some some fun stuff like I like I said on <laughs> the." Um, Athlete Spotlight: Anyone who does uh, super chats, you know, uh, from now to the end of the month, I'll enter in to do some uh, some drawings for a giveaway. You know, uh, you know. Damn
1: it. <clears throat> How about the Flyers in typical Flyers fashion, choking away another one late? They had a one nothing lead on the Capitals in the third period, and of course, they lost two to one. Oh man, gotta love it!
2: Didn't the Phillies bl- blow some leads this week too?
1: Who cares? We're not talking about. People, right? <laughs> I'm just saying you're
2: ragging on the Flyers and the Phillies. Is
1: that what the Flyers do? The fight This is what the Flyers do consistently, and they've been doing it my entire life. Uh,
0: you I see that? that you see that, you, you see that snack from the that's old man?
1: For the flyers, you to see watch that snack from, my my from the old the man, brother? <laughs> Let me get excited for the Flyers. I'm going to watch him break my heart for the millionth time.
2: You see? Th- they got going to get out of this jam here because there's Freddie Freeman, right?
1: Oh, yeah. We'll get out of the jam.
2: Ugh. Not throwing pitches like that, you ain't.
1: Yeah, you're fine. It's, this, this is what happens when you throw 100 miles an hour. You know, sometimes they get away from you. It's all good.
2: Yeah, especially when it's uh, hot out, right? Because it's so hot yeah, out and there. And
1: Freddie Freeman's the batter. You're trying to make a perfect pitch, you know? 2-2. Fastball up. See?
2: And uh, the inning.
1: And that time he just beat him. Like he just overpowered him. Like, I'm just going to throw a fastball belt high and let's see what you could do with it. And he just overpowered him. A weak bouncing ground ball to first base. See, like when, when he's all like Alvarado's problem is control. He's a little bit all over the place sometimes, and when he gets really bad and he's way all over the place, it just you know it leads to too many walks and guys getting. And that's when he gets in the trouble. But outside of that, like, but when you think about it, like that's what like that's what you want your closer to be. That's your closure. The guy that throws hundred miles an hour that can be effectively wild sometimes, but at the end of the day, like he just shut down the Braves' best hitter. You know what I mean? Like you just try, like you brought him into the game with two outs to square off against the Braves' best hitter in a game that in a situation in the game where he's the go-ahead run, right? Like, if he squares up 100-mile-per-hour fastball and hits it 450 feet, the Braves have the lead, right? So he comes in, and not only does he get him out, but he gets him out easily, right? It's a little, like, weak ground ball to first base. You need a guy like that in your bullpen. That, that, that He's going to be a big pickup by the end of this year. We're going to see how valuable he is. You know who we really need, bro, who we're really missing right now is Archie Bradley. I mean, he literally played for a week with us. You know, I mean, it's, it was such a huge signing in the offseason. You know, and you want to talk about that middle relief guy? Like he's that guy. You know what I mean? He's the shutdown guy that can pitch for you in the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, whatever you might need it to be. And he just hasn't been healthy for us, you know, except for that first week of the year or whatever it is. But once he gets back, you know, you got to love you know this this bullpen a hell of a lot more. This it's it just it, you feel so much more stable with it than you than you do right now. You can't tell me guys like Coonrod haven't been like a pleasant surprise. Like Oh, absolutely. You know, like like, that's going 100 miles an hour, and he's got an ERA of like one. I mean, yeah, it's a pleasant surprise to find guys like that in your bullpen that are getting guys out for you. Where was that guy last year when we needed him? Holy shit. <laughs>
2: Ed's, giving, Ed's giving you some love. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what happens when you when you do do as much baseball and, and watch as much baseball and <laughs> as, as, as some of the guys here on a two d
1: does. <laughs> you, um, you, you I, I, be- I have a play by play background, Ed. Uh, I, some, <laughs> of the early, some of the earlier a two d radio days I, I I've done a lot of I, I did a lot of play by play work. I did some play by play for basketball, baseball, some football. And even go back to when I was a teenager. I did it when I was in high school and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know if that's what you're coming across as, but my voice does have a way of projecting in that way sometimes because I have done it um, quite a bit in the past. And when I find and he's not going to lose the there, accent
2: either. Ed. Leave the accent alone. Accent is what makes people mean. We yeah, I mean the accent that
1: just that just gives away where I'm from. You know, what I mean that just gives away the the region of the country that I'm from. But yeah, I mean I don't. I've been told it's funny when I work at Wawa and I'm at the register. I'll have people every once in a while that'll come in and they'll have a conversation with me. And as they go to leave, they tell me that I should work at radio and things like that. And I laugh and giggle because obviously I do. But you know, well, oh, you should work at radio. Like, yeah, I've I know I've gotten that plenty plenty in the past. There's there's a there's a way us Stephen, you know, there's a way us guys that like when we do this, like there's just when you're doing a podcast when you're live when you know there's a microphone there, there's a different way that you have your voice project as opposed no. to you know, maybe your everyday life when you're normally talking with people and it just becomes a natural thing.
2: There's a difference between talking and yelling.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We do a lot of both on here. (laughs) I'm just naturally loud. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even realize how loud I am sometimes, but I feel like even when I'm talking under control, even when I'm talking normally, my voice carries and projects in a way that normal people doesn't. Um, that's what happens when you've, you know, that's what all of us do here at A Two D. We focused all of our time, and so much time on getting so good at this. That's what happened. It just happens by accident. Well,
2: that this show didn't happen by accident, but we're getting to to the end of it and getting ready to wrap it up. Um, we'll be back, you know, again next week on the fifteenth. Have another another fu- fu- fun guest lined up for, for you guys. We'll be uh, talking some fights talk talking talk some fills definitely t- talking some uh some, some sixers um you know you know we didn't really have have too much Eagles news to talk this week you know probably another you know a few more weeks before we get really ramped back up into some some football talk we'll see if uh any big moves happen o- over the next few weeks um other than that you know really appreciate all, all the fame fame in the chat you know you know and, and george were killing it tonight uh you no, know, go, go going back and forth with us. Oh,
1: come um, on, JT. Let's fucking go. <laughs> now that's bad. Three, two, and you're swinging out a fastball at your ankles.
2: And uh, obviously, uh, uh, Zach is—is it, is it done getting his frustration out about uh, you know some of these Phillies' uh, inconsistencies at times? Love them, I mean, hate them.
1: You know, J- JT's better than that. You know what I mean? We just, no, we just know JT's better. Absolutely, than that.
2: but um. I'm sure the, 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 in this very ring, guys will be going live in any moment. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Steve. He's Zach. It was another episode of the weekly roundup.
0: Catch you.